Greetings to all my cool cats and cool kittens. They try to copy our stuff, but they stay frostbitten. You are now tuned to the sounds of MaximumFM.ca. It is your man, DM Cool. And this is Cool Radio. What we doing? You can catch me on your TV. Even on the radio. Pop up at our box spot. And I'm right away. Go. We invaded airwaves. Oh, you didn't know? Your ass better call somebody! Indeed, indeed. Tell a friend to tell a friend that we're live on the airways right now of MaximumFM.ca. Once again, it is your man, DM Koo. And we have a live action-packed episode for you guys tonight. We are going to be discussing the latest in the whole Usher's Herpes controversy. We're also going to be talking about Lil Wayne, who had yet another seizure collapse. And then we also got to talk about the... Uh, Basically, the police brutality incident that happened with NFL uh, athlete uh, Michael Bennett. We got, we got to discuss that and his thoughts on what happened and a whole bunch of other things in between. We still got the wanks of the week. And also, we have a special guest in the building tonight. He is a recording artist. He goes by the name of Everything Ocean. He has a new project out called Almost Everything. So we're going to be discussing that and a whole lot more. But before we get to all of that... Y'all know that I like to get my chest off with a certain few things for the opening segment of the show. So on that note, I think it's time to let that is breathe. Let this bitch breathe. Yes, indeed, indeed, it is time to let that is breathe. <laughs> now, normally I start this segment around the 835 mark of the show, but... This one I kind of want to go more in depth on because I feel like it's very important that we discuss this. Um, and it was brought to my attention earlier this week, actually, and I didn't even realize it, but it's a huge part of hip-hop history and music history as well, and I'll explain why. Um, I want to talk about the sales battle that happened between Kanye West and 50 Cent. Now, in this week, in 2007, this hip-hop battle was a battle that was like unlike any other, I should say. Normally, hip-hop battles are between MCs who, you know, basically go at it on wax. But in this this particular scenario, they were going at it on the billboard, basically. And this is probably something that had never been done. This is something that was way ahead of its time, way before its time. And it's something that may not ever be replicated ever again because it was that epic of a moment that happened within hip-hop history. Uh, so why I want to discuss it is because what the, the stakes that were involved. Now, a lot of people were really up on Kanye because he was basically the it guy for the last couple of years up until that point. And then 50 Cent has been like the big bad bully who has been anchoring the whole gangster rap movement from 2002 to 2007, basically. At the same time, making, making it more viable as a commercial rap commodity because before 50 came out i would say from 98 to 2002 was kind of or 2001 maybe was like the bling bling era of rap so you had cash money millionaires you had jay-z doing this bling blingy thing even nas very bling blingy at that time nelly ja rule and then 50 came out and then he brought gangster rap back to the forefront now to the credit of dmx he was probably the only rapper at the time who was gangster but was still within the mainstream of rap and that had a lot to do with his mainstream appearances in television shows and movies to name a few and then a few poppy records here and there but nonetheless, 50 was that guy who brought Gangsta Rap back to the forefront. And then Kanye West came. 
And Kanye basically changed the outlook of a rapper within the mainstream specifically. He basically told all these kids out here that you can still be cool and not be a gangster at the same time. You can still dress fashionably. You can still rock polos. You can still go to school and be cool. Being in school, for example. You can be cool learning how to speak proper English, basically. This is what Kanye West brought to the forefront. And he had a very successful blueprint uh, during that time. Now, the sales ballot comes in, and everyone's anticipating Graduation, which is Kanye's third album, and then Curtis, which is 50 Cent's third album as well. And then the votes, well, not the votes, but the sales numbers came in, and basically Kanye won, eh, I wouldn't say by a landslide, but it was a pretty big margin. So basically, Kanye West sold about 950,000 copies of Graduation, which is amazing and then 50 cent to his credit had an amazing feat in and of itself by selling about 691,000 units of curtis now for him at the time that was low because when you talk about his first two albums get rich or die try and sell about over 800,000 records the first week and then uh i think it was the massacre which is the second album sold about 1.1 million records in the first week so that was somewhat of a low week for 50 but it's 50, right? So like, you got to respect it. Either way, numbers are no numbers. Um, but that created a turning point, a paradigm shift, if you will, in the consciousness of mainstream rap and how we perceive a rapper within the mainstream. Because from that point on, and if you notice, gangster rap wasn't necessarily at the forefront anymore. Sure, you still had your guys like Rick Ross and Young Jeezy who were still moving units at that time. But they were no longer the standard bearers in, in terms of image as far as what a rapper looks like in the mainstream. Because of that sales war, now you had, or sorry, because you had Kanye West being the victor of that sales war, now you had guys like Kid Cudi come out. Now you had B.O.B. come out. You had J. Cole come out. Wale, Drake, Kendrick Lamar, the list goes on and on. None of these guys have a gangster persona. You may have a few of those guys who may talk about the gangster lifestyle from the third-person perspective, but none of these guys actually were about that life. And that was the thing that Kanye West was ushering in in terms of image. Because if you notice... Those guys came out. Yeah, Lupe Fiasco, who came out around that same time as well. This was now the standard for mainstream rap as it still stands right now. I mean, the biggest artist in in rap right now, as far as this decade is concerned, is arguably Drake. And then Kendrick is like right behind him, basically, in terms of commercial appeal. So this sales war basically ushered in that new regime of rappers coming out. Now, the interesting thing about this is this. Um, this was all manufactured, in my opinion. This was all man-made. It was manufactured. It wasn't like they caught lightning in a bottle. This was all manufactured by the record labels, and I'll tell you why. First and foremost, we've never seen this before because it's not like you would have two record labels get one of their guys on, on each side to put them against each other in a sales war. That's never happened before. Why? Because people don't want to fear out on losing money. But at the end of the day, you're probably going to ask yourself, based on that logic, why would they put 50 and Kanye against each other? Because they're on the same label. Now, I get it. Kanye was on Rockefeller slash Def Jam. And then 50 was on Gina Records slash Shady Aftermath slash Interscope. But Def Jam and Interscope are all under the umbrella of Universal. Universal is one of the five major record labels in the in the United States of America. You have Universal, you have Capital, you have Atlantic, you have Warner, you have Sony. 
Those are the five big dogs right there. Those are the five fingers that make the hand. Shout out to my Defender fans out there. Um, but they are all under Universal. So at the end of the day, even though they're split into different factions, Universal is still recouping all that money at the end of the day. There were no losers, if you think about it. Like, Kanye put up big numbers, 50 put up big numbers, and those numbers are all funneling back to Universal. So this is all manufactured by Universal. This is basically Universal looking at the two of them and saying, dance, puppets, dance. And we all bought into it. We literally bought into it. I was excited as hell for the sales war to happen. I remember watching 106 in Park when the uh, the day came out um, that their albums were released and they were performing their hits back and forth. And then Kanye even got Jay-Z to come on stage to perform uh, Encore, which was incredibly dope. And I was like 19 at the time. So we all enjoyed it. It was, it was all... You know, for the pageantry and the grandeur of it all. It was basically WWE. The only difference is that instead of trunks, they're wearing jeans and, and fitted caps and what have you. That's all it was. So I don't blame the labels for doing this. Like, this is totally fine with me. But at the end of the day, this is what created that paradigm shift for the artists that we now see today. Now, I'm sure there are some artists who may feel certain ways about that because the gangster life is all they know. But then I think that also forces them to kind of branch out and do other things as well. But at the same time, because we're now in the age of the internet, you can still do your gangster music and have a cult following. I mean, look at Nipsey Hussle. His his music is basically mostly uh, shrouded within the whole gangster lifestyle, but not in the sense where he's glorifying it, but in a sense where he's just reporting on his reality. You look at the game. The game has been gangster ever since the day he released the documentary, but because he has such a cult following... He's releasing all of his albums straight through the internet, basically. He's, he's independent right now. He's been independent for the last <clears throat> five or six years or so, and that hasn't slowed him down one bit. The documentary part two is arguably his best album since the documentary part one. So even if you are within that gangster realm, you can still survive off a of rap. You just have to know how to market yourself towards the crowd that wants to hear that. And I'm actually glad that this paradigm shift happened because now you don't have to look at 50 Cent and be like, oh, this is what I got to be to be the epitome of male masculinity within the black community. You know what I'm saying? No disrespect to 50. I know that's him. I know he's a big, bad bully, but you can only do so much as a black man growing up, you know, as a young black adolescent at that to look at somebody and be like, okay, I got to be like him in order to get the girl that I want or to get the respect that I demand or something like that. So I'm glad Kanye came out, you know, being the non-stereotypical black man and just pr providing that image for all these young people to look up to and say, hey, I can relate to him. I can easily relate to that. Kanye, Kanye West basically related to middle-class blacks. That's exactly what he did. And I have no problem with him doing that. Now, Fast forward, in retrospect, what he's turned out to become right now is an entirely different story. And say what you want, like him or hate him, I'm not too fond of Kanye as of right now, but I respect the legacy that he's left on thus far. And I think that sales war between him and 50 was a huge pivotal point within how we view the mainstream artists within rap music. Do you guys agree with me? Do you disagree? Hit me up on Twitter with your comments below. Uh, or you can hit me up on YouTube either way, um, at cool underscore radio, DM underscore cool. You guys already know what it is. Uh, coming up in a little bit, we got my man Everything Oshan coming to the booth. And he's going to be talking about his new music and all that good stuff. But before we get to all that, man, we got to get to some music as per the usual, man. So with that said... I'm going to play a record from my man, Jay Good, and this one's called Came From Nothing, and it's only on Cool Radio. Yeah. 
Uh, yes, yes, y'all. Welcome back to the show. Once again, it is your man DM Cool, and welcome back to Cool Radio. Uh, once again, that was my man Jay Good with coming from or came from nothing rather, came from nothing. Uh, Shouts to him. He was on the show last week, and on the show this week we got my man Everything Ocean. He will be in the studio very shortly. Uh, but <clears throat> what I want to get to real quick before he comes by, man, um, I want to talk about. The current state that rap is in right now. Now, everyone kind of has like their their preference, basically, as far as what they what they like to listen to, who they like to listen to. So, some people like the more conscious minded rappers, like a J. Cole, for example. Some people want to listen to the more turn up ish rappers, like Travis Scott and what have you. So, there's a little bit of something for everyone. Um, I was watching a video clip earlier today, and somebody. Uh, was questioning the legitimacy of Double XL. Now they weren't questioning the, the legitimacy of the publication as a whole, but more so their annual uh, top freshman list, basically. <laughs> and what I've noticed, what a lot of people have noticed in particular, is that their freshman list over the last three issues, specifically, have really been lackluster for the most part. Now I remember when I was. In college, I think it was in college when the first came out. The first freshman issue I remember coming out was in 2007. And that one had a good mixture of a little bit of something for everyone. So you had like three quarters of Slaughterhouse in there. You had Joel Ortiz, you had Royce Five Nine, you also had um, uh, Royce Five Nine, uh, Crooked Eye. Um, and well, for me, those guys weren't necessarily new. I've already, I had already listened to them prior. Like I know Royce of Five Nine and Crooked Eye, I listened to them in, from like the early 2000s. So they weren't really too new for me, but I guess for a newer audience that they were trying to market themselves to maybe. <laughs> but then you also had Lupe Fiasco on that cover. Yeah. Pat Poose on that cover. Yeah. Plaz on that cover. Now, obviously he couldn't hold account to those guys when it comes to lyrical ability, but he's for the crowd. He's for the, uh, the party crowd, the turn up crowd, whatever. Again, something for everybody basically. <laughs> and then the following year, you had guys who were a bit more fresh, a bit more unknown to the masses. You basically had the MySpace generation on the second annual cover. So you had Wale, you had B.O.B., you had Asher Roth, Kid Cudi. Currency was already kind of fresh or kind of known at that time, but this is him breaking out of Young Money at that time, so it was okay. You had Blue, you had Mickey Fax. Like, that was a dope cover. And, like, for me personally, it was really influential for me because... Before then, other than Kanye West and Lupe Fiasco, I wasn't really listening to a whole lot of guys who were considered new or current. I was still on the veterans like Nas, Jay-Z, Common, you name it. But when I saw guys like Wale on that cover and what have you, I was pretty ignorant to who those guys were for the most part. But I actually went to go out and do research on these guys. And basically, just like I was alluding to with the Kanye conversation about what is applicable within the mainstream of rap, these guys were the epitome of things that I represented. So while it was into sneaker culture, he was into high-end fashion. To a certain extent, he was very poetic. That's what I liked about him. Charles Hamilton was was like a video game nerd, basically. I, I respected that. B.O.B. was the eclectic uh, of, of the bunch. So someone who raps, who plays instruments and what have you, who is uh, somewhat of a vocalist, if you will. I respected that. Um, Asheroth, a college kid who just wants to party for the most part. Love it. There's so many aspects that all those rappers brought to the table that re- that reflected me in a bit and reflected my personality to that certain extent. I loved it. And then they continued that same trend all throughout the other covers. 
But then maybe I would say maybe like, oh man, I can't remember what year. But there was a year, I think it was maybe 2014, 2015, maybe around that time. That's where it kind of fell off. Like the first year fell off. I'm like, all right, whatever. They kind of had an off year, whatever. We'll, we'll let it go. And then the second year, which was last year, they had a bunch of guys who were just like random ragamuffins. They had like Kodak Black in there. Yeah, like all these weird people basically. And like the only credible guys you had on there were Dave East, Anderson Pack, and then uh, Little Dicky. So I'm like, okay, guys, like what's going on? Like you guys normally pump out like better stuff during this time of the year. And then afterwards, finally, we have this year's cover, and it's like XXX Extension and like all these other like weird like Percocet popping guys. I'm just like, Double XL, what are you doing? What are you doing? And so the video clip I was watching. They were basically saying how XXL just wants to appeal to what's hot right now, like what's getting the most clickbait and what can give us the most advertisers and revenue. And I thought about it like that. I'm just like, damn, like they might be right about that. Like that's not confirmed, obviously, but based on what's being presented to us as far as who are the next it guys who are going to blaze the trail for years to come, like you're really going to tell me Extension or whatever his name is is going to last for 10 years in this game? Especially when you look at the track record of all the um, of all the magazine covers that they've had for that freshman cover, you've had some well-respected artists and lyricists that were on those covers. And even though they may not be the ish right now, for a few of them, for example, most of them turned out to have like really good careers up until this point thus far. I mean, Kendrick Lamar is probably like the big, big, biggest example of that. And then you have a guy like, let's say, Sahai the Prince may not have had the success that you know, is warranted for an artist who's on good music, but he still has that respect amongst his, his fans and his core following, what have you. But then you look at these guys who are just popping Pernizex and Xanax and all that, like young, like what's his name, um, designer, what have you. It's just like, do you honestly think these guys are going to be lasting the test of time for the next five years at the very least? To me, that's highly, highly, highly unbelievable. So for me, when I see Double XL just kind of, you know, passing things off like it's nothing. It's like, come on, guys. Like, you guys have done a better job with, with these covers. So that's just where I stand on that. And I feel like, and I was having this conversation a while back ago as well, like all these rappers who are talking about popping pills and just living that rock star lifestyle. How long do they really think it's going to last? I, I get it. People like to party and all that. That's cool. I'm not I'm not knocking the party. See, that's cool. But... This whole, I'm faded right now, I can't see shit, I'm high off of this, I'm high off of that, I'm a Kurt Cobain myself. There's a shelf life to that. There is a shelf life to that. So for me, whenever I hear about a certain record, sometimes I'm in the dark about it. And you can chalk it up to age or you can chalk it up to a generation gap. But either way, I just feel like some of the music that's being put out there right now isn't really that inspiring. Um, but again, like I said before, there's a little bit of something for everyone. And a lot of people will, will say, oh, well, music wasn't like this in the 90s. 90s, we had this and that and then the third going on. And some people like to romanticize the 90s as if every single song that came out in the 90s was a classic or that every artist... Uh, was on a high caliber during the 90s. That is far from the truth. The only difference between the 90s and now is that the pool has widened. So you're going to get 
a lot more of the people who aren't that great, but then you still have the opportunity for the people who are great to jump in. And besides from the pool widening, it's radio that's changed, not necessarily the music. Radio has allowed themselves to basically to basically um, just kind of allow itself to be pimped out in a sense. So like um, you can say you can have like J. Cole or Kendrick Lamar on the radio, but then you're going to have 10 people like Travis Scott or 10 people like designer on the radio as well because of the fact that they're very gimmicky and what have you. But at the end of the day, it's like you got to have like some sort of level of integrity for the music. So that's all I'm saying when it comes to that. What do you guys think? Do you guys agree? Do you disagree? Hit me up on the comment section below and let me know your thoughts. Coming up after the commercial break, man, I got my man Everything Ocean in the building. But before we get to that, man, we got to hear from the OG himself, man. I'm talking about my man Jay-Z, and this one is entitled Story of OJ. And it's only on Cool Radio. Yeah. Yes, yes, yo. Welcome back, my cool cats and cool kittens. Once again, it is your man, DM Cool. And this is Cool Radio. As promised, I do have my guest in the building for the evening. Now, this man right here, one of the hardest working artists that I've met in the city of Toronto, specifically representing Brampton, aka B Town. You already know, pure region stand up. This guy has a new project out. It's called Almost Everything, and it's out right now. Make sure you go and cop that. I'm talking about my man, Everything Oshan. Oh, Sean, what's yeah. good? What's up, brother? What's up, man? We good, man. We good, man. We've been trying to get this popping for a while, but... For a minute. For a minute, <laughs> still. For a minute. It's been a minute. It's been a minute. For a minute, but, you know, I'm here. I'm here. That's I'm what's here up. But it's all good. Thank you for having us here, man. Yeah, thank you for coming, man. I know you're a busy man, so I appreciate that, man. Of course, of course. So, everything Oshawn, man. That's that's a very interesting name, man. Um, What does... Encom- what encompasses everything Oshawn? Oh, man. <laughs> what encompasses everything Oshawn? Um, just comes with a lot, man. It comes right. with a lot. Like I, I feel so many different things. I go through so many different emotions. Mm-hmm. I kind of came up even from like growing up. I, hu- I hung up with different types of people. Right. You know what I mean? I wasn't that guy just hung up with the 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 freshies yeah, or, yeah. or the ballers or the. Or I, I hung up with the Chinese people, the math right. team, the chess team. The, right. The play. I, I'm an actor too, so I hang out in the theater room right. as well as the music. So it, it's kind of it kind of encompasses everything that I I like to do, and I try to put all of that into the music and into mm-hmm. the, the energy of what we you know what we do. Right. So you're basically yeah. that social butterfly then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. I guess you could I guess you could call it that. But yeah. people people draw to me more so than right. me just trying to. <clears throat> fit in somewhere you know just kind right. of bring me in i feel comfortable with them and then we just exactly and i think that'd be that's more of like a testament to your personality because it shows that you can blend it with like any crowd in a sense right yeah like yeah. you're not pigeonholing yourself to be in like in any, t- any type of mold or any type of box no. or anything like that yeah people can just come to you and be like oh Oshan just happens to be a rapper and an actor cool yeah, that's yeah, my yeah. guy yeah yeah exactly that's exactly how it's always been right yeah, right we, we try to keep that in and try to incorporate that with with the music so that different types of people can find something with what we do that to like you know what i mean Except absolutely the sound in terms of you know right hip-hop shit right and let's talk about your sound actually how would you describe your sound as an artist <laughs> if you could <laughs> yo help me out with that how, how <laughs> yo, this, this is my producer right here right so right your mic is up my mic is up help me with this question what's, well what's my what would i what would i describe my i mean my sound i mean I mean, with the, of course, the whole Toronto, um, you know, boom of the sound, like what we got going on. We obviously mix that in, but at the same time, it still incorporates a lot of different things, just to kind of not pigeonhole them. Because 
at the end of the day, like you like different kind of music, so I make yeah. sure that the production kind of reflects that at different points. Like the yes. first the first project that we dropped, the um the until the until now, until now last year mm-hmm. kind of went in a bunch of directions to show that you know we can go in a bunch of directions, even though this um EP does kind of steer in one specific mm-hmm. kind of lane, you could say, but then like pretty much towards the end it kind of breaks free of that to kind of show that you never know what to expect and we can kind of do right. everything. You know what I mean? Everything, Oshan, hence, you know, the name. Yeah, yeah. That's, you know, that's that's the best way. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's yeah. melodies and, you right. know, the lyrics and just make sure yeah, yeah. that when we're in the studio that he kind of, you know, brings all those things to the to the table, you know, to make sure that, you know, you can feel it. Mm-hmm. Right. You know. <laughs> and is there a particular sound that you like to cater to him as well, maybe? Or is anything that he just kind of like gravitates in general? You know what? It, it, de- it depends on what day you ask me, man. Because, okay. Like, because because like, very like true. Very the, true. because obviously you know the there's there's the rap rap records you know that obviously he does very well, but then the melodies as well. But I think when it's a combination of the two, I think that's kind of where the pocket is. I think you could say like even like yeah. the, the fruits record you know produced by um my man Slow, Slow Jams, Jams. Um, mm-hmm. like it kind of. Like that's the kind of pocket that that a lot of people like. I mean, they like everything, but I always try to focus and kind of see where people's mind is kind of going towards. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I think when he's rapping it and there's a melody still in some capacity yeah, yeah, yeah. is yeah. where it you know definitely flourishes. Yeah. You know. Right, right, absolutely. Uh, so would you? So Oshan, would you yeah. say that you like to kind of stick to your own style, or are you kind of in tune as well with what's happening right now when within hip hop? Um. I wouldn't really say that like I go out to be in tune. I just think it's just what it is. We're mm-hmm. we're we're all living the same, you know, breathing the same air. We're all in the same generation right now. So it's it's right. kind of hard to like avoid what's going on. But I don't go out and try to do something that's you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. That's popular. It just ends up being what it is. Like I do melodies. I do. I guess you could yeah, call I, it sing you know, stuff. It's, and it's, it's, like, it's funny because. <laughs> And I'm not, I'm not even, I like, I'm not even trying to bullshit you, but like a lot of the stuff that we were doing mm-hmm. yeah. when it wasn't catching, what is literally where the industry is headed. So it, right. it just, it's and there's no way to really prove it unless like we show you like the back date, like of the, the archives. Old, the archives. <laughs> you know I mean? Like I'm telling you, I can count yeah. the amount of times that I've like done records that have sampled specific things, and then they ended up getting <laughs> sampled and and done the exact same way, and it's like yeah. you can't even get away get, get away from it. So I know it kind of seems like. Sometimes that we're chasing certain things, but it's literally just the way that our mind was, the kind of direction we knew yeah. music was going and our influences. But mm-hmm. what's happening is everyone that kind of grew up around our same influence and stuff, they're seeing the same thing. So they're ending up putting it out, putting it up before us, putting it up bigger. So it just seems like, oh, these guys are, yeah. you, know, you know, coming from whatever. <laughs> but it's just, it's it's it's, it's unfortunate, but yeah. you know, it's a gift and curse because I know we still do it better it's, it's than right. a lot of people anyway so there you go it, but still it's, it's like when we gonna start when we start dropping our afrobeat stuff oh hold dropping, on when we start dropping Ooh. that people's going <laughs> yeah like, and people are gonna be like wait yo you know i'm african so like you're here with afrobeat because, because I'm, we nigerian i'm half nigerian oh say word you all half nigerian too hey we are you we are you Hey, yeah, so, hey, so, my friend, so, so, hey, <laughs> hey, I was not searching for this. What's your other so, half? What's your other half? Jamaican. Okay, okay, so, okay. So my point is, we could do Afrobeat. We start doing a little bit of dance, like right. dance hall, or you know, the vibe. 
that's that's mm. our culture. That's yeah. not. Yeah. It doesn't matter if that's what's happening in music. Exactly. That's, that's just what we it's, are. It's so in your know, blood, basically. Yeah. yeah. No so you can you can, you can bust out anytime you want. Anytime no one can call you on it. Yeah. It, 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 and it that's the key. Right. That's, yeah. that's the key. Like right. it's. I mean, it's it's lucky that that's kind of the wave. Yeah. So, you know what I mean. So I yeah. mean, the confusion of both. That's funny to me, man. Yeah. Been doing it, but we are. It's just a matter of when. Exactly. Time to you know drop it and you know. Yeah, man. So we'll see. We'll see. Right, right, absolutely. Oh, yeah. So let's talk about this whole Afrobeat wave, actually, because I feel like now we're... Let, let's just spitball for a right, second, right, actually. Right, yeah, yeah. So, like, it's now become the wave right now, currently within hip-hop. And, you know, a lot of people are saying that Drake kind of popularized it a little bit because he put it on, on views and they had a few songs before and after that, right. which is totally fine. Mm-hmm, yeah. uh, what do you guys think of uh, artists incorporating that in, into their music now? Well, I'm, you know, and like we were saying, like, it's... It's kind of it's a, it's a it's a it's a half and half situation. Yeah, yeah. Like mm-hmm. it's good because at the end of the day, it's it's pushing what we knew was in our culture. Yeah, this entire time. Yeah, you know I mean, like to it, the public. It, yeah, to the it masses. was there. Yeah. It was there. We knew of all the ways kids and the Davidos and all these people. Yeah. We mm-hmm. knew they were doing their thing, but it just to these to the American market and stuff. They kind of feel like, oh, this is brand new. Yeah, like, this it's is a new thing. They, like yeah, they've discovered thing. it. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> they always discovered yeah, it. This is this has been happening. For a long time, even when back in the day, like I guess you call it pop music, like Paul Simon when he went to like South Africa right. and pretty much oh. did and and used all the South African artists and Brought you know start up. to do that mm-hmm. Afro. That's when it kind of when it started, like right. even my bodyguard and all that shit from back then. They, yeah, they've been doing that, but they it made it seem like it was this new sound that's discovered. Nah, it's, it's been, been there. there. Yeah, y'all yeah. just. So I mean, it's good. I mean, it's, I don't hate it. I just it's when it's not authentic. Mm. When it seems like it's not authentic. When it seems like it's forced. That's when I'm just like, ah, yeah. I mean, I, it's not for me. I turn that shit off. Right. But, I mean, you, I don't know. It's got to seem, it's got to have that, it's got to have that vibe. Parts of it. Yeah, the production's got to be Oh, tight especially and, production. And, yeah. And like, if the, the lingo, the yeah, if you're, if the lingo and stuff, you're not really, if you can't really, um, articulate, like, articulate it, it yeah. just do what you do on Afrobeats and on the whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's okay. I mean, as long as it sounds it's okay good. to be influenced by it. Right. I don't have a problem with that. So let me ask you this based on based on that answer. What's your take on the shape of you from Ed Sheeran? What's your take on that record? Uh yeah. <laughs> I mean it's a big it's a it's a it's a big record. Right, right. Mm-hmm. It's a big record. I don't have I don't I don't really have too much of a problem with it. Okay. Yeah, I, I think because it's because it was so well put together. Yeah. And yes. because yeah. when Ed Sheeran has been talking He's been talking about how he respects the black culture, culture and yeah. whatever. From, yeah. Like he was there rapping like Fifty Cent bars. I'm like, get rich. So you know he, he is about he, he's well in tune. Yeah, he's so, educated. Yeah. Right. Yeah, so yeah. by the time he did it, you couldn't you can't even really hate. And plus, it's a yeah. good song. Then I heard all the dancehall artists kind of do their own remixes to it, and yeah. it was allowed. So I kind of figured that's one of the yeah the cosign yeah yeah that's one of the he basically got that to go play at the barbecue basically yeah. That's one of the yeah. better ones. Mm-hmm. There are that's bad really ones one. out there. Yeah, that's a really good yeah. One. no, like I have no problem with that record. Um, and it's funny because I remember I was watching him perform a record like on acoustic, uh, acoustic, acoustic guitar, yeah. and it was a record that was in tree actually. And so he's oh. saying the words in the dialect. I'm like, oh, 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 okay. Oh. You're, you're speaking to my other half right now. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Yo, I might have to give you like a fufu plate or something like that. Like, hey, he, yo, you can tell he probably ate like he ate like half a bowl of jollof rice before he performed that record. Wait, wait, wait! You're Nigerian and Ghanaian. Yes. So hold up. So can I ask a question? Please. Uh-oh. <laughs> I might have to ask this. You, you okay. might be the best to answer this. Okay. I I, I feel like I already know what you're gonna ask. I know you're gonna just go ahead. Go ahead. Here we go. I'm gonna get killed for this, but whatever. I I lived a good life. So. 
Nigerian jollof. <laughs> I knew it. Ghanaian jollof. I one? knew Which it. Which one? You know what? Which one? This is, is going to be an unpopular answer. Which one? They both taste the same. They, I'm sorry. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. They way. both taste the same. Listen, Ooh. I grew up in a household with, with a gang and a Nigerian parent, okay? Mm-hmm. I've gone to both style of cookouts. I've had both jollof. I tasted it for many years. Yeah. And for me, I don't notice a difference. You use the same spices in there, put the same p- tomato paste in there, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like soup it up with meat and everything. Like, right. it, it just tastes the same. It tastes the same. Maybe if you were to compare it to like Senegalese um, uh, jollof right, right. rice or something that's like that, because that's where they invented it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when I hear about Ghana versus Nigerian jollof rice, it's like y'all didn't even invent it. <laughs> <laughs> it was the Senegal people that did. I agree with you. The whole the whole battle is bullshit. It is because I've always said yeah. to anybody that it's funny, about, but like it's, it's the same. Funny. It's whoever makes it, man. Right. Like I've had bad. Ghanaian mm-hmm. jollof. Yeah. I've had bad Nigerian jollof. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. My auntie before she died, God rest mm-hmm. her soul, mm-hmm. she killed. She killed. She was the best jollof rice I've ever had. And then when right. we actually went to Nigeria mm-hmm. for, for the first time a few years, uh, well, a bunch of years ago now. Mm-hmm. But when I had jollof rice at a restaurant, it was incredible. And it was the first yeah. time I ever tasted somebody else's that yeah, was just as good as right. my, right, right, my right, ass. Right, right, my right, friend right. is Ghanaian and he made jollof rice and it tastes just as good. Yeah. yeah. I guess, but yeah, people really, say it's hard. They say Nigerian one is wet. And then the, they, they, they but it depends on how you cook because you can really yeah. ruin it. There's a couple yeah. of steps in the process because I'm reading it and I'm just like, yo, if you mess it up, that's it. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Like if you burn the bottom too much because the stove is too hot, it's, it's done. It's done. Yeah, if there's not enough meat, if there's, if there's too much meat, yep. not yeah. enough veggies in there, like too much tomato. Too, exactly, yeah. Too long, that's it. So I, I agree with the answer. Yeah. Yeah. They both good. They're gonna be both good. Exactly. That's all it is. I respect that. Yeah. So whenever I say that, people are like, "Yo, what? You're gonna can it too long?" That's what happens. Like, no, you're being too Canadian. Yeah, right. Whatever, man. Whatever. Listen, hey, my. People's are real. Hey, I don't have to send the Western Union today morning. Hey, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, I was expecting this, but I'm loving this. All right, man. So let's talk about let's talk about uh, almost everything, man. Like, how how did that project come about? Who uh, you want the. Uh the real answer, or you want the, the political? Uh, you know I want the real, man. You don't want the real. Never mind the political stuff. You ain't no government building. You're on cool radio. Speak freely. All right. Well, you got me to confess my my yeah, my emotions true. about Jalaf, so you know. You did do that. Um, almost everything. The EP kind of it came out, um, from the fact that I already had a project done. Mm-hmm. To be honest yep. with you. Mm-hmm. Um, Confirmed. That's 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 coming. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had that ready, but we had a lot of different issues we were dealing with, um, just getting it all complete. Right. Different outside sources that kinda mm-hmm. that kinda held it held it back. Held it back. And I was I'm that kinda guy that I'm not gonna wait. Right. You know what I mean? I've waited a long time for a lot of things and this was one of those moments where I'm like, shit, we can't wait on this, man. Yeah. Like we gotta like what are we gonna do? We gonna sit here until we sort out all the business? Yeah. Or are we gonna just go make something else and go get that go shit out? Go get it, yeah. You know what I mean? So you know, X had a bunch of shit already in the stash, mm-hmm. and you know we just kind of 
just went in and said, "Yo, shit, are we just gonna do this like that?" And like, fuck it, why yeah, not? Just start I cooking. Mean, we, that there's not that's still gonna come out. That that's still fine. But why right. wait? I gotta feed the people. I put out a project last year. It was in March, mm-hmm. and you know, in this game, like you have to constantly put out stuff. Yeah, you gotta constantly build. Mm-hmm. And so this 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 is that building block that we just said, you know, let's just put it out there. So, mm-hmm. um, and you know, and it's it's working in our in our favor. Right you now, know? you just mentioned that in this day and age, like you have to constantly keep on putting stuff out. hundred percent. Do you feel like in this day and age, in this generation nowadays within hip hop, it's more about uh, quantity over quality rather than the other way around? It 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 can, it can, it can be, be. Yeah. it can be, it can and be. Yeah. of course, the problem with that is too like too much music. It's oversaturation. It's oversaturation, yeah. but at the same time, to get to a point to be able to command like people's attention yeah. you have to put out a lot of music unfortunately it's just one of the things like a lot of artists that you love like you know like Kendrick's and stuff like that like mm-hmm. he was putting out a lot of material until he, he busted and until he got the people's attention and yeah. then at that point of course he's gonna take three years between projects and go take mm-hmm. a complete left curve right. in terms of the content and then take another curve take two years again and take another curve right. you can do that at that point but to, unfortunately I think it's people need to see a too, lot though. Yeah. because there's some people who, who might do that and then mm-hmm. people they start to lose steam mm-hmm. right even like though Lil yes. like okay. even though they're already in the yes. game okay. already, yeah right? like Lil Wayne like, for example steam. he lost steam in my opinion yeah. right yeah, yeah, that's because yeah. it was like album yeah. mixtape album yeah. mixtape sometimes two projects within a year it's like you gotta you gotta let it simmer a little bit right yeah well, one of the recent things was like the future futures mixtape run. Like that was that oh, was yeah, a yeah. lot of projects in a short period of time, mm-hmm. and it it worked, it for, worked him. for him. Yeah, you know what I mean. But it but sometimes it doesn't work. Yeah, too much music is. There's a lot of artists that put out a lot of music, like Soldier Boy, for example. He's putting out mixtapes left, right, and center. Is mm-hmm. it connecting? Mm-hmm. Not really. I, right. I'm not really hearing about it. <laughs> right. Exactly. And I feel like it all depends on the type of content that you put out as well. Oh, like yeah. for Future, his content is very watered down. Like it's not a whole lot to consume. It's more about the production that people are more interested in, basically. And the hooks the, and like the, you the know, vibe. The, the, There's a vibe. Exactly. It's, it's mood music, basically. It's, it's, yeah. It's e- and that kind of music is easier to make. Yeah. And therefore easier to churn out versus exactly. if you're really, really honing in. You know, trying to specifically, you know, put together a product yeah. in a certain direction. So some artists can do it just on their but you can't take their too style. Long. No, 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 no. Yeah. I don't think you can take too long. Like these, like this day and age, you mm-hmm. can't take too long. Right, but I think it depends on who you are. Like and if, who you are. Like if you're like a Jay Z or not someone who has had their oh, the legacy no. no, yeah, solidified. We, we, those are the guys. We can we, wait. We, we can all wait. About the guys. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, I'm about like yeah, the yeah, current yeah. generation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The current generation guys. I think the only artists that you can probably give an exception to that you can wait for is probably J. Cole. Because this guy takes about like a year or so change to drop an album and then there's very little promotion behind it as well. Right, right. Like For Your Eyes only came out and before that came out it was like he dropped like two music videos uh, within that same week and a couple weeks before the project came out and that was it. And then he kind of went back into like obscurity basically. His, it, his core base is really strong. Yeah. Like right? They, they'll, they'll wait for anything. They don't really mm-hmm. care what it is. Yeah. Like there's a lot there's a lot of <laughs> critics who, who said that um, for, was it Four Eyes wasn't that great of a of an album. Right, you couldn't tell that to a J Cole fan. That's true. They don't give a shit. That's like, true. No matter, and that's what you try to get to that level. Yeah, his core will support it no yeah. matter what. If, yeah, if the, if the mainstream, if everybody else gets on it, mm-hmm. that's cool. If they don't, yeah, he's still three hundred thousand. 
Yep. I think he still he still even, I think he went platinum on that within a few went, months. Yeah, no, he still went platinum. Yeah. but you know what I mean. But the previous one was a little bit more quick. Co- I think it was it was quick. way quicker. Yeah, when he yeah. went. Up. Yeah, because I think um that album went platinum. It was the first album like God knows how many years that, that, that went platinum without any features on it, yeah. like yeah. in music in general. Yeah, yeah. I think it still went double platinum anyway. Yes, yeah, yeah, it did. It did. Yeah, and I feel like with J Cole, like, and I'm a J Cole fan as yeah, well. But like for for your eyes only, I was really feeling that. Like I tried to give as many listens as possible, and like it was I let the content on there but like I feel like the production was kind of lackluster um, not a recent one no no I went to there's a concert I went to about like three years ago it's like um what was it it was like a free concert that was like in Toronto it was in that park area I went to that one yeah but yeah no like I feel like with him in particular um I feel like with that album it was a little lackluster in terms of the production and what have you. Mm-hmm. I like the concept with like him writing the right. note to his mm-hmm. friend's daughter of the friend who died and what have you. I like that concept, but mm-hmm. the production it was just a little lackluster. I feel like it was a bit monotonous. I think the next was it project, him? Did he produce most he, of it? I think he, he did most it of it, he did, yeah. I think he did it that again. Yeah, I feel like if you could branch out to like other producers that kind of know his sound, they can kind of modify it, like right, No ID, right, right, for right. example, oh, then like yeah, no, he would get a better output. I think he'll that up next I feel like he needs to do that. I think he will. Yeah, it's kind of like DeMar DeRozan with having like a broken three-pointer. Like, you got to work on that a little Bit, you know what I mean? Yeah. No, no diss though. No diss. No, that's my no, guy. That's my guy. That's my guy. Too, yeah, yeah. That's my guy. Thanks for staying. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> but you know what? We're gonna get to a whole bunch of other things as well, oh, yeah, man. But sure. before we all do that, man, yeah. we play games here around at Cool Radio, man. Get people all up yeah. in it. You know what I mean? So, with that said, the first game I got is entitled "Cool or Uncool," and it goes a little something like this. Yeah. So I got that old school record playing in the background from Diggable Planets entitled Cool Like That. And I figure it's only fitting that we played that record for this game. Now, here are the rules of the game. Basically, I'm going to give you guys some scenarios. And you're going to let me know whether they're cool or uncool. And please, feel free to elaborate on why you feel a certain topic is cool or uncool. You dig it? Yeah, man. All All right, here we go. So first topic off, um, summertime being over, cool or uncool? Summertime being over, cool or uncool? Yeah. Oh, that's uncool. It's it's, it's cool though. Okay. It's cool because oh, okay, the temperature. Right, right. right of course, of course. Down. I knew that okay, was coming. Literal, but no, it's uncool, man. Summer was two weeks. Summer pretty much ended yeah. when OVO. When the OVO fest was over, pretty that much was, that was pretty much it. Was like the tail end of the summer at that point. Came back a little bit for for for, for the CNE, and that was it. So I've right. Been, I've been telling people that this 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 summer has been very weak overall. I of, agree. Like, in terms of hot days, I like, agree. It'll be like two or three hot days. Next day's like cool. Yeah. The next few days is pretty hot. And the yeah. next three days is rain. Like it wasn't a good summer. I agree. It wasn't I agree. One hundred percent. It's the exact same thing I said. It was, it was I like, I travel. It was like hot like the Sahara, but then it was raining like we we're in the Pacific, yeah, like and then it was windy on like random days. Oh, yeah. Like we literally have three seasons in one Why season. One, one we got three for one basically. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, yo, let's though. fast track so we can get to winter time basically. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, wasn't, I, 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 I wasn't rocking with him. Right? All right, let's get to another one. Um, Netflix, cool or uncool? Ooh, cool, baby. Okay, okay. That's ice cold. You talking about? Netflix, right, right. Netflix is. Do we have a go-to right now? A go-to show, go-to movie. I, I just finished Narcos. You just finished it? Okay. Yeah, I just finished oh, that recently oh, as well. Ozark? I finished that recently. That shit, Holy that shit. That shit was crazy. I wasn't expecting that. I didn't know he Damn. could act like that. I did not know. Yeah, because he, 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 he was a comedic he actor for the most part, right? Yeah, He's still funny in there. Yeah, yeah. He was so serious when it was time to be serious. It was just like. He was too good, man. He was good. He was Jason Bateman, right? That's yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 He's nice, man. I like him. And then Narcos, I haven't finished it. I'm only on, like, maybe, like, episode three right now. Oh, it's going to get. It's going to get. Good, right? Oh, okay. 
No, nah, trust me. Like last couple of weeks, I've been on defenders because like I've been waiting oh, yeah, on yeah, that yeah, for yeah. the longest oh, yeah. time. Oh, yeah, I watched so, it. Like, I watched yeah, I watched it twice. I watched it twice over, man. I was good with it, man. It was eight episodes, exactly what I wanted. I saw everyone in there. Yo, even Iron was pretty decent in that one. He was decent in that one. He was. He was. Yeah. Because context now. Exactly. People in the team, like it just, it just made. And he kind of covered up like his like his deficiencies and what have you. And he even made light of it a couple of times. So I'm like, yo, like this is what I like to see. Okay. Marvel, you're paying attention. Some people were hate, were a little like lukewarm on it. I don't know what it was. You know what? I, I feel hate, like I hate people. I feel like they wanted. I feel like they wanted to be like the Avengers of Netflix, but it's like you gotta understand. Already? We're talking about Hollywood, which has a much bigger budget yeah. versus this, which is Netflix. Yeah, and you gotta understand, these are street level heroes. They're not like They're intergalactic not superstars, no, or whatever. No, they take care of everything on the ground level. Yep. So I, I loved it. I, fucking I thought it was good, man. I, I fucks with it, man. Yeah. I can't wait for another two years when it comes back I again. Yeah, everyone has to have their individual show probably. Before it comes back. Exactly. Yeah. Let's get to another one. Yeah. Um, ooh, power. Cool. Oh, I was about to say power. Well, go ahead. Yeah, yeah cool. Cool. What? It's, no, it's, it's, yeah, it's cool. I just haven't watched. He hasn't. Let me tell you. He hasn't watched. I've been telling. Oh, okay. Last oh, you didn't the know last, last maybe the last. Because how many seasons are now? We just finished four now. We just finished four. Four. Okay. Yeah. I haven't seen any of four and half of you, three. You tripping? Yeah. I don't know, I don't know power is. Power is life. Power is life. Fifty cent. I, 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 I got caught from on that too, man. Thank I got you for that, that show, too. man. That show is incredible. For real, man. for real. I mean, now I wish it was something like Netflix where yeah. they would just drop the whole season. Exactly, one time. exactly. And we binge, we binge drop. Yeah. Drop. I would prefer that, but that show is incredible, man. Yeah, man. They got good content on that for sure, man. Um, let's get into some basketball real quick. Um, ESPN ranking the Raptors six in the East for this upcoming season. I think what? When was that today? That no, that was like a a month ago or so. Who who's 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 let's get the obvious ones out of the way. Okay. Right, right. Wizards? Oh my God. They put Wizards in front of them. Um, they put Wizards in front of them. They put Bucks in front of them. And they put. Don't say Miami in front. Of they put Miami in front of them. No! 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 Wait a minute. I know. I know. I know. ESP. Oh, you know these. Why do people? Why do people shit on the Raptors like this? Like I get mad at them. You yeah. see me on Facebook. Of I course, get, of course. I get yeah. upset. But why do they have to shit? Just like how they shit on Demar last. Right. Last, uh, was it um, Sports Illustrated? Yeah, like number forty-four in the league. Forty-six. Disrespect. Out of out of what, like two hundred and fifty players or something like that. Forty-six player in the NBA. Nah. Yo, Andre Iguodala is ranked higher than him. Why? Because he just because he's won championship. Like that's not fair. You can't you can't do that, man. Raptors sixth, really. Listen, I'm gonna say this. You just took Kyrie off to to Boston, right? You still put Raptors at sixth, right? I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say this. I had I have Raptors ranked third, maybe fourth, because yeah, I feel maybe, like I feel maybe. like them and Washington are gonna be jockeying yeah, yeah, for position. I, 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 I feel that. like that. I, I feel like that. that. I'm, I'm gonna go with three. But yeah, we can, I could go with. Yeah, like three it's like for me, it's gonna be it's gonna be Boston number one in terms of regular season standings. Boston yeah. number one, Cleveland number two because Isaiah because Thomas is a little ho hum right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Raptors are number three. Yeah, yeah. Wizards fourth. Yeah. I think I have Bucks at fifth. Yeah, Bucks at fifth. Miami sixth. I think I Detroit seventh, and then I'm gonna put Philly in eighth. If Whoa. if all three of their core guys are healthy, that's an if. I don't know if all three are gonna be healthy. 
I, that's what I'm saying. It's an I, if. That, it's a huge I, if. I, I, yeah. I need. I need. A, I, need a, I actually want to see Philly do well this year. I need to witness this because they have some top tier talent. Like, I they like Joel Embiid. Yeah. To me, he's like the closest thing to Hakeem Olajuwon that I've ever seen in my opinion. Yeah, I like Ben up. Simmons from what I've yeah, seen yeah, from yeah, like yeah. his his court vision or what have you. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Markel yeah, Fultz, yeah, he can put buckets in from what I've seen so far. Yeah, I gotta see Embiid, yeah. man, because I don't know. If you, I don't know, man. You gotta play. You gotta Listen, play that more, bit that I saw of Embiid, I'm like, yo, this guy's gonna be a star if he's healthy. He's healthy, but. We've seen we've seen historically yeah. some guys are so just yeah. killing it. And then, like I'm saying, the came right now, but he's looking like Ralph Sampson. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Y'all remember Greg Oden? Oh, oh, I don't want him to be that. No! Though. <laughs> <laughs> nah, 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 I can't do that. I don't want it. I don't want it to be Greg Oden. I know, right? Mm. For real, man. Brandon Roy. Brandon Roy. Oh, that was like the worst that case. Hurt, man. That hurt. He had like stage. Five arthritis in his knees, like basically to the point where there was no yeah, cartilage in his bone oh in his boy. knees. So his knees are just grinding together, basically at that point. Yeah, that, that was bad, man. And he was killing the league at one point. Yeah, he was a beast. Like he was one of the best shooting guards in the league, man. Like he was giving guys like Dwayne Wade and them a run for their money, yeah, man. Yeah. Like he was, he was that guy. Yeah, that's, that's sad. Ah, man. Oh, man. But nonetheless, man, we gotta keep it moving, man. Yeah, <laughs> Next game we got. <laughs> I love this game right here. This one's called "I'd Quit the Game." Let's see. It goes a little something like this. Every second, every minute, man, I swear that she can get it. Gentlemen, you guys are the eligible bachelors right now. You guys are wheeling, dealing. Kiss stealing, jet flying, <laughs> limousine riding, all that good Sorry, stuff. Uh huh. <laughs> Woo! Shouts to Claire. Uh huh. Four horses. Uh, but yeah, nonetheless, y'all gotta quit the game, man. Y'all gotta settle down, have the kids with the family in the yeah. in the nice white home with the white picket fence, right. with the uh, tire swing, apple pie cooling on the windowsill, mm-hmm. Spud McKenzie looking dog, all that good stuff. <laughs> But there comes a, I know I'm extra, I know. Nah, but there comes a, <laughs> but there comes a point in time where you gotta quit the game and all that good stuff has to happen. So, on that note, yeah. if you had to quit the game for one of these two ladies, who would you quit the game for? And I call this the early two thousands edition, because that's probably when they were at their hottest. Oh, okay. Arguably, I mean they're so hot right now. Okay, right, right. Okay. Because peak, they're peaks. Yes. Okay. Peak even one of them, I would even argue, one of these ladies looks better now than they did 15 years ago. But I've that's, seen some yeah, of those. That's well, my yeah, opinion. Yeah, that's yeah, my yeah, opinion. Yeah, I'm ready. Um, All right. Would you quit the game for Sanaa Lathan or Jada Pickett Smith? There is no wrong answer, gentlemen. There is no you wrong know, answer. You know, based on yeah, what I, based on what I like, man. Tonight, You go with Sanaa? Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Jay, what are you saying? 100%. I think because I always had a crush on Sanaa, I have to I, right. have to I have to pick her, even though I was just talking about Jada the other day. Right, right, right. Jada is incredible. Yeah, she's in what, like late 40s, I think? She's, yeah, she's, she's in her late yeah, 40s. Somewhere around there. She's <laughs> incredible. And I remember mm. her in, was it Nutty Professor? Yeah. Oh, was, my goodness. Yo, she, yeah. When she had you the bob, when she had the oh, bob. So, yeah. So, Butter. She is. Yeah. But that's a sweet woman, right? I respect there. Will, so I'm gonna leave that. <laughs> and then I'm gonna well, go and, and Tupac. No. I'm gonna go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna, I respect those guys. Allegedly. I'm loving basketball, man. I'll take her. Yeah, the, yeah. they are some beautiful women. And tonight, yo, she even cut her hair I as well know, now. Like, oh, she? yeah, like June. Oh, I got. She looks like one of the Dora Milaje from Black Panther, man. That's how crazy it is right now. They need to put her in something right now with that hair. For real. Yeah. She still look good too, man. She still look good. Yeah, yeah. I think actually, speaking of that, she's gonna be in some Netflix movie or something like that. I oh, can't yeah. remember the name of it, I but know. I think that's what the why I she cut her so. hair. Yeah. yeah, I'm not sure if it's a movie or if it's, or if it's a miniseries, but it's some work that she's gonna be doing. Uh huh. Oh. She cut it all off. Yup. 
Yup. Yeah, she still looks good, man. And while we got the man I'm thirsting over that picture right now, we gotta go to some new music. Uh, we gotta go to one of your one of your records right now, entitled Winnebago, off of your right. latest project, Every Almost Everything. Yes. So when we get when we get back from the commercial break after that, we got some topics for the week that we're gonna hit up. So keep it locked. This is Cool Radio. We'll be right back after these messages. L and just so y'all know, this is the overtime edition. Keep it locked. Yeah. Yes, yes, y'all. <laughs> Welcome back to the show. Once again, it is your man DM Cool, and this is Cool Radio. I still got my man, recording artist, everything Oshan in the building. Oh no! And we also got us producer. We even introduced you on yeah, to the show properly. My bad, man. We got caught up. Man. <laughs> State your name, brother. I go by the name of Express, aka DJ XP. So you can call me DJ XP or Express, but don't call me DJ Express. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like it's a lazy way, you know. And, 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 I like that. But yeah, DJ XP is good. All right, definitely. So we got everything. Ocean XP in the building. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, definitely. All right, man. So we're about to get into trip talk. All right. So trip talk is basically three topics of three minutes, and we're gonna get to all like the three, three of the hottest topics that are happening within like mainstream pop culture right now. <laughs> so on that note, let's get started, shall we? Mm-hmm. So the first story we gotta talk about involves Little Wayne. So Little Wayne is just getting off of a few seizure incidences that took place, basically. Yeah. And <clears throat> now, not only that, but he's now actually trying to get back to work. Yes. So basically, we have a statement from his manager, Cortez Bryant. And I'm just going to the page right now as we're loading it up. And basically, Cortez is just alluding to how much of a workaholic that Little, Little Wayne is, despite the fact that he's just getting off of his recent hospitalization. Yeah. So this is what Cortez Bryant said in an interview with uh, TMZ, and I quote, He's a workaholic. That's what's got him to where he is now, man. He's in the studio all the time trying to make music. He's epileptic. That's the reality of it. So it's something we know we'll have to deal with the rest of his life, and we just make sure he's popping meds and trying to force him to get some rest. It's not going to hinder us or stop us. We aren't going to let the disease stop us. Now, he's saying that Lil Wayne is epileptic, which is obviously... It's been, been documented. It, yeah, it's, which is obviously fact. But with his drug use over the years with the lean and all that stuff he's not exactly helping the matter so what do you feel that this recent case of a seizure is attributed attributed to to? yeah Uh, honestly like i feel like wayne understands like that he can't do that shit anymore like i personally i don't think he's doing it and if he is i don't think he's doing it as much as he used to but Mm -hmm. the problem is now if it really is connected to the seizures like that, mm-hmm. even if he does it a bit, the the withdrawal or whatever it is mm-hmm. will send him into that shock. So right. it's either so if if that's the case, if he is still doing it and he's doing it a little bit, he either has to keep doing it enough for that to not happen, mm-hmm. or he has to stop. Period. You know what I mean? Because if not, if he keeps doing it and then stopping, that's exactly what's gonna happen. But mm-hmm. somehow something is happening. I feel like <laughs> he's not. not. I feel yeah, like I it's know. not, man. I feel like he's just literally working. All the time, twenty four seven, which is true. Like he mm-hmm. literally lives but in a studio stressed. since since he's been thirteen or however old he was. Yeah, he's I think eleven when he first started. Yeah, yeah, actually, yeah, right? Little, yeah, yeah he's, I mean, he's been there. He lives there. Like you know what I mean? He's stressed about the whole all he knows mm-hmm. what to do. situation and all that yeah. shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I I don't doubt it. I mean, but there's always a, there's always a small chance. But I feel like he knows like with his daughter and all this shit yeah. and all this family he has. Like he's I don't think he's doing it. Right, right. You know what yeah. I mean? I, it, it, it's got to be to work. Right. Osha, what's your thoughts on that? No, man, I, I, co- I co-sign all that, man. I, mm-hmm. I, I don't think he is. Um, <clears throat> I think he, of course, he's a, a workaholic, but um, this is all he knows, so you can't really stop him or really slow him down from doing the work. Right. You know what I mean? But um, 
just hope he just gets better, man. Always praying for for someone because I well, for someone like him because I don't want <coughs> someone that incredible and that great to you know lose his life mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. you know or unable to do what we all love him to do. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And we want that Carter Five. Yeah, so, that Carter Five. Hands, right. Like, stop rubbing your hands and, and get on the horn. And like get we, this need, shit out, we need. We need exactly back Come on. where he's supposed to be. Yo. Absolutely. You know and like I feel like it's a little bit of both like to what you were saying, Express. I mean, I think it's a little bit both in the terms of. In the sense of where he is overworking himself because that's what he's known to do. Like he just right. overexerts himself to a point of exhaustion and beyond that. Right. But at the same time, it could be the fact that he could still be using these drugs as right. well. And I feel like, and again, basically just piggybacking off of what you're right. saying as well. I feel like he needs to find a way to wean himself off of these drugs yep. bit by bit. That way, he doesn't have these horrific withdrawals that right. because now it's to the point where his body actually needs to function no, with the drugs and, in his exactly. system and that's so why I break it down, seizure, yeah it so down. they need to find a way where they can kind of meet in the middle in a sense and yeah, just kind of yeah, yeah. take him off it a little bit bit by bit like yeah. if, it, if it has to go to rehab for it and do like a little 12-step program then so yeah, be it because it is, at the end of the day like his health is at risk i mean he's too young to be yeah, going through these issues he's only he's not even 35 yet he's He's only what, like thirty three at most, maybe. Yeah, thirty three or thirty four. Yeah, he's not yeah, that man. old, not at all, man. Not. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, yeah, they gotta do, that. gotta do something. Exactly, man. So, and, and I, I, and I know like he's been like somewhat defiant of his health <laughs> right. over the years. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a nice way of putting it. Right. But right. at the end of the day, like you have your family to take care of. You got your fans who who actually care about your best interests and, mm-hmm. and despite what you may or may not think on yeah. uh, your management team so I feel like he has to take the responsibility upon himself to yeah. get better so that he can perform better to do better not just in music but in life yeah, in life, general absolutely yeah definitely he's got his own cash money millionaire click for full of kids so he's got to support <laughs> them exactly yeah, absolutely um, but yeah ladies and gentlemen watch it at home or or yeah listen at home watch it at home later on on YouTube what do you guys think hit me up on Twitter at DM underscore cool or cool underscore radio and let me know your thoughts uh second topic that we got to get to man we got to talk about this whole usher thing all right so mr letterburn aka mr you got a bad aka every uh, internet meme that you can think of um he has finally quote unquote broken his silence so he broke his silence but by way of his lawyers basically so he's still being tight-lipped as far as being on camera and on the internet and what have you but nonetheless he let it be known uh, via his lawyers that all the accusations that are, that are being pitted against him are false. Right. So he's basically saying that he didn't have sex with any of these people that are alluding to, including, um, including the guy, right? And then not only that, but there's also somewhere in, the, in his statement that the lawyers gave out that he said even if he was doing it, that he would have let them know ahead of time that he has this, this the, that this thing going on in his pants, basically. <laughs> <laughs> But when I, when I hear him say that, it's like now you're kind of alluding to the possibility of you actually doing it. So we don't know for sure if you did it or not. Right. So based on this like conjecture, basically, yeah. 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 what are your thoughts on this? Osha, I'll start with you. Man, I really wish he never said that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I really, I really, really wish he did it. I, <laughs> no joke. First of all, he Usher is, is a legend. Mm. He's incredible. You don't have to call us my favorite record. I'm just saying. He, he, like, like confessions. Mm-hmm. That album. He's he's His all best right. album. He's all right with me forever. But I just wish. I don't know what it is, man. I don't know what it is about things that are happening in society where it just seems like. These guys that we looked up to, mm-hmm. or we look up to, or we're fans of, yeah. some shit happens and it's trying to tear down that image. I don't right, know, and they're just I mean? free falling. Yeah, and it's just if you didn't say cough, that cough, part, Kanye. yeah, if you didn't say that one part, yeah, I know Kanye. Oh, <laughs> Kanye. oh Kanye, 
I, I love all Kanye, but <laughs> but yeah, I just wish he didn't say that part. Right. But um, I mean, just anytime, anytime there's a a, a scandal like this with any celebrity. There's gonna be a whole bunch of people that just start coming out. Absolutely, and he's trying to figure out who's telling the truth, who's not, what's close to the truth, what's right. completely false. People right. trying to make money off these guys, <laughs> kicking man, kick a man when he's down. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't really know. I, right. I, I really don't know. But I, I just wish he kept that first part mm-hmm. where he said that you know, da, 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 but that other part. Yeah, that part, that part. <laughs> that part. Take that part that way. I don't want, I don't that want, to, I don't want him to bring that up, man. Don't, right, don't, right. Start confusing people, and then everyone says, oh, I don't know, maybe. Exactly. Because now it's a slippery slope that, slippery. that we're riding on. Even though he made, probably didn't mean that. He yeah. Was, it was just one of those things that you say. We always got to watch what we say. So yeah. Especially with that. But then if that's the case, and that kind of goes back to his lawyers about because right. they're the yeah, ones who conveyed that message, right? right? So it's like, right. what the hell's going on over there? Exactly. So it looks a little inconsistent. Uh, Express, what are your thoughts on this? Well, I mean, the, 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 here's the, the, the problem is. Is the fucking what's that girl's name? Quint Quint Quintessential? What's her? What's her name? Uh, 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 Quintasia. Quintasia. Kaleidoscope. Because Quincy Jones. She's she's been known to be a pathological liar. Quintessential. Um, girl. The problem with her is. Is that she's been known to be a pathological liar? Like yeah. two weeks before the thing started, she's like, "I'm about mm-hmm. to get, I'm about to fall into some money." Oh, yeah. yep, then yep. her lawyers came out and said that. Well, she came out and said that there's a sex tape and there's proof of him doing it mm-hmm. and much footage in the hotel. Right. Then her lawyers came out and said that it's not true. So like, when you have this girl that's sloppy, sloppy, flip floppy, <laughs> turby, like, how are we supposed to believe any of it? Exactly. That just makes Usher look like he's been telling the truth all along. He's been silent because he's like, "What the hell is this bullshit?" Exactly. Being thrown, you know, all this salt being yeah. thrown at my name. You know what I mean? But Obviously, he's probably done stuff with people. Maybe not that for that figure. Overgrown, overgrown, overgrown. I mean, there's better, bigger girls. I'm sure that he can real man. Yeah, you can roll with instead of this, this, this toxic chubby girl. I think he's usher, man. If you like, he he could just chubby chasing. There's some chubby ones he can get that are that are much better. You know what I mean? Yeah. Come on, man. This is usher. Come on, man. Okay. <laughs> it is Osha. Uh-huh. Come on, man. Hey, she looks like sumo wrestler. I was gonna say it. No, sorry, that's my grandma's favorite wrestler. So oh man, don't kill me, man. She's Yokozuna. Hey, Rakishi. Rakishi. <laughs> hey, the <It's> stink this. <laughs> yo, that was a nasty move, yo. It was, man. Rakishi. Like, Yo, that's probably what she did to Usher, which was probably got the hurt in the first place. <laughs> no, <laughs> he's like, nah, Usher man. wasn't with you, no. Oh, he danced up out of that thing so quick, man. Come on. Yeah, man. He should have told her that you don't have to call, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, girl. Oh man, cause I won't be all right tonight. I don't yeah, know about you. Yeah, <laughs> you do you. I'ma do me. Over here. Over here. Oh man, but yeah, nah. This this whole Usher thing, man. I mean, <clears throat> yeah. the statements are very inconsistent because, first, like I think he's doing the right thing <clears throat> by not saying anything, just kind of yeah, keeping yeah, yeah. quiet yeah, about yeah. it for now. Yeah, right. But at the same time, like if you're gonna have people speak for you, then right. make it be consistent. Make it make it parallel with whatever reality that 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 that, that took exactly. place basically. Because mm-hmm. right now you got this girl telling all sorts of lies basically, which mm-hmm. it sounds like for the most part. Because it sounds like she's kind of trying to capitalize off of this opportunity. Absolutely. But then the other people are saying that you did it or you may not do it, right. and their stories are kind of shaky. Exactly. So if you're gonna have representation speak on your behalf, make sure you guys stay consistent with whatever storyline that you're trying to tell. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, now we're gonna be here like. We 
are right now speculating that as far as what's, true what's or truth or what's not truth. Oh, yeah, because yeah. at the end of the day, there's three sides to every story. Mm-hmm. Yours, his, and the actual truth itself. Mm-hmm. So we don't know what's happening. We don't know if he actually has a case of the herpes. But either way, he needs to fix up right now. And this entire situation is getting ugly as it is. Oh, so sure. and, and I heard, too, that a lot of these... Celebrities, a lot of them, they have herpes. Like they have a lot of those mm-hmm. uh, those diseases. So it's not even like it's new or like this. You know what I mean? This brand, like all those rock stars from the seventies. Yeah. Oh yeah, they, it's a, it's, they're it's dirty. A, it's a thing that happened. You know, they, 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 they all. So the fact that it's Usher and it's a it's a black artist, like they're trying to make it like it's this new thing, and he's out there just doing yeah. all these people. Not yeah, y'all yeah. know y'all shit. do worse. For like, real, Sheen was doing that. Oh, oh man, y'all know what y'all. He had AIDS. He had the big one. Or not even like the one that's treatable. With a couple few creams and a two Come one on, two man. pills. Nah, man, you gotta get that Magic Johnson treatment if yeah. you want to live with that. Yeah, millions. Holy cow! Yeah. But yeah, Usher, man, get well. I hope the situation works out Please, be- better man. for you, man. Jeez, man. But nonetheless, new music. Let's keep it moving, man. Let's keep it moving. We got we got one more topic, man. So we gotta talk about NFL player uh, Michael Bennett. So he oh. is the latest casualty of. Police brutality, basically. Mm-hmm. So it was a situation that transpired during the McGregor Mayweather fight, where somebody uh, shot a shot in the air, basically, and everybody was running through that Las Vegas casino. Him being one of them, but then because of his status and stature, he got pulled up, not pulled over, but he got stopped by police, yeah. and then they attempted to harass him essentially. And that's a nice way of putting it. And so basically, he went on the offensive and then put out a statement on Twitter about racism in America and how he got stopped because he's a black man who plays a professional sport and that's all there was to it but then what was funny was the Las Vegas PD clapped back and said that he is defaming them basically because of the tactics that he alleged that were used upon him and that the NFL should be called to task to discipline a player who has no respect for the flag basically which is what they said in their statement now first and foremost what does him protesting the flag have anything to do with the events that transpired. And secondly, as I was reading the statement myself, the police officer said, our flag. So what (laughs) exactly are they trying to insinuate by saying our flag? Who is our? Are you talking about our as in the people as a whole? Or are you talking about our as in a certain class of people? Mm? But nonetheless, the situation as a whole, uh, Express, I'm going to start with you. What are your thoughts on it? You know, it, like like everyone in the states is saying, like this, these things. <coughs> all the only difference now and back then is that there's internet mm-hmm. and there's people that are actually speaking up that this shit is happening. Like it's mm-hmm. happening at the same, if not more nowadays than it has before. And like, I don't know, I don't know what it's gonna take because a lot of these cops and stuff, like they have like the body cameras and they have all these. There's all these quote-unquote checks and balances but mm-hmm. they don't even they don't even care they don't care if there's a hundred people around if there's a thousand oh, yeah. if there's <laughs> one like they pretty much act the exact same way in yeah each, each scenario and like like i think i was reading somewhere too that they didn't know he was a football player at first like mm-hmm. i think after like when they had him down and pointing the gun and, yeah. and, and pushing his hand to the pavement once That's they true, found they out that he was a football player then they kind of relaxed a bit like is that what it takes for a black man to be exactly to he has to be overly successful yeah. and a public figure or else if not imagine if he wasn't like would we even hear about the story no that could have been another death and, they, and it could have ended in death yeah, exactly like they just they just go recklessly and I know it comes down to like the training in terms of the mental state like a lot of these a lot of a lot of officers actually a lot of them have mental problems and what I was yep. what, I, what I ended up finding out is 
they have to get like there's like checks and balances and people that have to vouch for you as an officer. Mm-hmm. When I found out that people just lie for their friends who are trying to become a police and say, yeah, this person yep. is mentally okay. This person is okay. So of course they're gonna get it. And if they're if they're known to be violent or or to be you know a specific way towards a certain color of people, then they're good. Those are gonna be the people that are gonna be patrolling the streets and enforcing the laws. So mm-hmm. of course that's just gonna happen. Like it's it's. It's messed up from the top down in the whole system, man. Yep, it's a broken yeah. system. Mm-hmm. Oshawn, what are your thoughts on this? It's just the same. It's another situation, different day, man. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, I echo everything that you're saying. I don't know what it's going to take for um, for this to change. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Especially, you know, people talk about cops reform and all these different mm-hmm. things. And I don't know. You know the funny thing is? That's why NFL players complain about... Like people don't know who's a football player. Right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It, it really comes down like, to it, it really they don't know. <laughs> like mm-hmm. they they're covered up yep. all day. Yeah. Like, all we Camera know is far away. Yep. And the NFL is all about portraying you know the shield and the team. Exactly. And it's it's not a team. Owners, it's an owner-driven and, and, and league. Exactly. And basketball is a different story. Yeah, right? completely different story. It's about player mobility. It's, mobility. it's about it's about libertarianism you know basically. Who is who, as soon as you see them, you walk yeah. in. If you if you go in a club, people think he's a ball player, <laughs> right? You will walk in a club. We walk yeah. in somewhere. You look at him. You think he's he's a. You automatically have some sort of respect. Am I, am I the Air that is yeah. that he's <laughs> ball. But at these motherfuckers, like everybody's, there's so many people these. So you don't yeah. even know. Yeah. So cops can be looking at these multi-million dollar. There's many stories of football players getting thrown thrown around and yep. by the police that for, for even in front of their <clears> home, <throat> in front of their home. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I don't, I don't know what it's gonna take. And that guy Ben, he's he's a good guy, man. Like mm-hmm. he he they they dress well. They dress well. They're very well respected for the community. Like I mean, I don't know what like this is the most clean guy you're probably gonna find. Exactly, one of the most clean guys. We're all in trouble. What are we supposed to do? I mean, and then he what did he say? He said they wanted the NFL to step in and yeah, because like what? They finally said something positive about about the situation. So the I guess Las Vegas is wanting them to like recant or to say negative, right? Which is like. But NFL's not going to do that because they know that he's too valuable to the league, at least, like, luckily, for him, unlike, you know, but, like my or, boy. But you know, you know what the joke is, though? Like, they're, they were saying all those positive things about about uh, Michael Bennett. Yeah. Yeah. But then a year ago, they could have done the same thing for Colin Kaepernick when the whole right. processing thing happened. Right. Well, so it's like now they're kind of picking and choosing the spots as far right. as where to shoot from, essentially. Well, like, they, like, they, like I've heard different um, analysts say, the thing about Cap is they feel, certain people feel like if Cap was at a better, better player. A better Jesus. player. If he was a better player yeah. right now mm-hmm. with this with this happening, yeah. the NFL wouldn't give a shit. Yeah. They would leave him the hell alone. They're about their money. Like if this was Kaepernick 2014, different story. It's a different story. Mm-hmm. This mm-hmm. this is a completely different story. But this he's falling out. He might he's not a he's not a first quarterback. He's gonna be a backup. They don't really know. He's out here making all this noise. It's not even noise. It's not even noise. He's still better than a lot of people. Yeah. Don't get that twisted. There's still a lot like of Like if Jay Cutler can get a job out of retirement, yeah, then there's no course, reason why he course, can't. Of course. Yeah. But it's saying it's not a, his his skill or his at least right now is not bigger it's not bigger than the, the problems that he's bringing mm-hmm. so which they're a, choosing yeah which is a dumb way to look at it's it like, on their end on their end of course NBA wouldn't do that 
Definitely not. Definitely not. You see, as soon as, any, not. as soon as any bad thing happened, LeBron opens his mouth right yeah. away and, and speaks about it. And there's no way the NBA could speak out against something like that, especially after the whole Donald Sterling situation. Oh, they they have to shut the hell up. They do. They do. Majority of racism. Seventy-five percent of the league is black, and then and then the majority of the players who are in the league are in international descent anyway. Like if anything, of all the of all the major sports team leagues like in North America, they're probably the one that garners the most people of color as viewers, basically. 100%. So they, 100%. they have to make sure that they cater to their fan around. base. Don't play around. Even if they're not being legitimate about it, like no, they still no, have to. They still have to. It's all a money thing, man. Yeah. It's unfortunate, but it's a... That's, just what That's all they're driven by. It's really just it really just is money. It's just about what just benefits their better, pocket. Man. Yeah, exactly. I wish Cap was better just, right now, mm-hmm. so I can just see what they would do. Well, what the excuse like, would be? Yeah, nothing. He didn't do anything. Didn't do anything, didn't do anything wrong. Mm-hmm. Did not do anything wrong, and neither did Michael sense. Bennett. And I feel like anyone who's siding on the side with the police should be ashamed of themselves in the situation because they had on, no man. reason whatsoever to pull him over and detain him and then put a, a knee to his back and also a shotgun to his head for no reason. For no reason. Would you do that to a white civilian? Obviously did not. You see the, did you see the girl, <laughs> the girl who, okay. who escaped uh, police custody and she stole robbed, she, she robbed something in a in a in a was it, grocery store, yeah, a convenience yeah. store or something? And she hopped the in a police the vehicle and went on a GTA three oh four star God. run. They had all types of cop cars chasing this girl, bro. Over twenty three oh minutes mm-hmm. of chasing. They did not shoot that vehicle. They did not shoot the girl. They just kept chasing everyone. Hey, they tried to throw the, the, the spikes on the ground. She dodged that shit. She was pulling. It was yeah, crazy. Go, a world star. Girls grand theft auto, man. 23 minutes, 25 minutes. And by the time they got to the vehicle, stopped. Well, she, I think she kind of crashed it into the dirt or some shit. Mm-hmm. They broke the glass ever so carefully. Oh, my <laughs> God. Got the glass. Yep. She broke. They gradually took. She didn't scream. They just took her out. Like, it was like, oh, hey, let's go. It's time to get arrested. You yeah, think, yeah. you think if, <laughs> you think any other black man. That would not have been in 25 minutes. That was driving a car, a police, a police vehicle for 25 minutes yeah. would, 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 would survive that? Ladies and gentlemen. They would have bombed that car. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this moment has been brought to you by privilege. <laughs> Only certain people yeah. have it. That's 100%, man. I couldn't yeah. believe it. 23 minutes. Crazy man, I thought I was watching a movie. Police, be- yeah, it looked like a, yeah, it was like a movie. Mm-hmm. That I is key, insane. I, it was a mo- I hope there was a movie. That is insane. <laughs> that that is just negligent on all sorts of levels. But nonetheless, what do you guys think at home? What do you guys think of the entire situation? Was Michael Bennett right for speaking out on it? Is there a hypocrisy between the NFL and the police as well? Let me know your thoughts. Hit me up on Twitter at dm underscore cool or cool underscore radio, or drop your comment below when this video becomes live on YouTube. We got to get old school with it real quick. So on that note, it's time for the Flashback Friday track of the day. We're going to drop the drop for it just like this. And you already know, man. Hit me up on social media and let me know what song you want to hear for the Flashback track of the day. Now, because this week is actually the anniversary of the shooting of Tupac Shakur in Las Vegas, I believe it was September 7th when he got gunned down. I just watched this video, this movie yesterday. Oh, all eyes on me. Well, we'll talk about it during during the break. But <laughs> nonetheless, we gotta get to this record right now. Um, because it was such a horrific moment in hip hop history, it had so many people shed so many tears. So I figured that's a proper song that we're gonna play for today. It's so many tears off of his nineteen ninety five album, Me Against the World. So when we come back, we do have our Wangster of the Week segment to get to. So this is Cool Radio. We'll be right back after these messages.
Yes, yes, y'all. Welcome back to the show. Once again, it is your man, DM Cool. And we are back on Cool Radio. I still got my man, Everything Osha in the building. I still got my man, Express, in the building. Get me, get me. Uh-huh. And it's about that time. And like I said before, we're in the overtime edition of Cool Radio, but we're about to bring it to a crescendo because we're, it's time for our final segment. And with that, uh, here we go. <clears throat> Who has been entered into the shallow walls of the Hall of Shame this week? Who has been crowned the captain of coonery this week? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it is time for Wankster of the Week. Ooh. Oh, no, wrong job, wrong job. My bad. Hold on. <laughs> there we go, there we go. I got a look excited. Nonetheless, this week's Wankster of the Week goes to Chris Reed. Now, you guys are probably wondering, who is Chris Reed? Chris Reed is one half of the legendary rap duo Kid and Play. Oh, yeah. He is the kid part of Kid and Play. Yeah, and this week he was acting like an idiotic kid for the action and the stunt that he pulled off. Now, he's getting this wankster because he tried to impersonate Colin Kaepernick on Fox Sports 1. Now, here is how the story is painted out. So, we all know that Jason Bitchlock is an <laughs> idiot commentator on Fox Sports 1, and he clearly has no idea or no recollection of the concept of racism and thinks that racism is nothing more than an inconvenience if you're a black man that has money, which I can go on to a further diatribe oh, about, yeah. but I will not because I will go as long as his diet will last. So <laughs> that's just one way of putting it. Now, the main reason why I'm giving um, Kid the Wankster because of the fact that he actually volunteered to play the caricature of Colin Kaepernick. Now, before then, all I saw was a pale, a pale-skinned person rocking an afro, a beard, and then with a black glove raising his fist in the air. Now, I thought to myself, hold on, Jason Whitlock, you're going to get this Wankster because you're allowing yourself to be posed up next to a white guy who's basically doing blackface. But then, more research came out, and I found out that it was none other than Kid himself. Kid, are you out here searching for money? Is that what's happening? I mean, they could have gotten Andy, but they could have gotten like a stagehand in, in the back or something like that. They could have gotten the intern to do this, to put it down the files and just dress up in the way. They could have gotten anybody to do this, but it had to be you, kid. I don't even feel the same way next time I'm at a 90s party and I want to do the kid and play dance. I won't even feel the same way next time when I'm watching house parties one through three. I won't feel the same way when I'm watching uh, what was the one movie he was in with uh, the girl from uh, Fresh Prince, um, Class Act. I won't even feel the way I won't even feel the way watching Class Act next time. Either way, kid, you as a black man, come on, how are you gonna sign up to this? Like I know you're I know you're half white and everything, but at the end of the day, no matter how light you are, people are still gonna see that you're a black, black. man. Yeah. Light skin, dark skin, po nigga, faux nigga, still a nigga. Did Jay-Z not teach you right? And then he had to go on an interview with TMZ. And even the white guy TMZ was like, what the fuck are you thinking? <laughs> like, when a white guy looks at you and questions your motives on what you just did, as a white guy who has no idea what racism feels like, that's when you know you've messed up, bruh. Wow. So on that note... I gotta give you the wankster, and I never thought I'd see you in this predicament, but the wankster does not discriminate ironically enough. So, kid, do you deserve this wankster? Of course you do. And I'm gonna reluctantly drop it on you one time, just like this. Yeah, you were 
I used to like those house party movies. I can't believe, I can't believe I have my haircut is because of them. Right? Now, what am I supposed to do? Yo, I'm Cut. cutting my hair off. <laughs> I'm going ball. Yo, fuck y'all. Yo. yo, I can't believe it was him. Yo, like, what was the incentive? Like, how much was that check? You know, I, how much was that check? I don't even think he got paid for it, I don't man. think so either. That's a sad I mean, thing. It was publicity. I mean, clearly because we found out it was him, so obviously publicity know? played a part. How and no one would have known. No I thought it was a white guy. No one would have known. I thought it was a white guy. It looked like a white guy. No one would have And I hate... Sorry, man. I hate Jason, man. I hate that dude, man. <laughs> I, 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 I do, too. I, I just can't... Why? I'm like, what? Why? But when why? you realize it's Fox, what do you expect? Like, this is, no, this is, that's not an excuse, bro. I know, but it's definitely, Shannon, it definitely helps Shannon, paint a picture. Shannon Sharp is on Fox. Yeah. With Skip, and he he holds it down nice every time there's any issue, political yeah. issue. Yeah, he does hold it down. He, he annoys you when it comes to LeBron because he just derides LeBron all the time. But, but, when it comes but, to political but, stuff, but, I get it. But, but, but he hold, he holds it down, man. Yeah. He's not afraid. Mm-hmm, but this guy, every time he's with Colin, I'm, wait, is, it, wait, is it Colin? I mean, uh, uh, oh, uh, Colin Cowherd, yeah. Cowherd. yeah. Yeah. I'm always thinking he's going to, I'm like, Colin Cowherd, Cowherd is more black than him. Yeah. In some ways, yeah. In some yeah. ways, how he how he talks, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, yeah. Is this like he talks like about player Benny? mobility. He talks about yeah. libertarianism within the NBA. This guy's always come. I'm like, shut the. Mm-hmm. Like, how, it's sad man. I don't need like, kicking a black man while he's down. Right, the guy can't get a job <laughs> because he was he, he took a knee yeah. for everybody. Girl too. And this guy, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, she Nessa. Oh man, Nessa. I know. She's just she's just making it. Even though, good. but like yeah. like what Shannon said, Shannon said. He doesn't believe that even if Nessa said that. That you would have had a job anyway. Like, yeah, he's like, right, they're just right, finding. He's right. like, I, I don't care how yeah. racist the tweet may seem. Yeah. I think that they're, they're, it's more than just the, that. That tweet is just a. What was a in the tweet? Goal. What was it? You know what? It was a picture of of Ray Lewis hugging up on his white coach, and then on the bottom of it, it was a picture of uh, uh, Samuel Jackson's character in Django and Jane when he was clutching his master when he got shot. She didn't make the fucking picture. What's wrong? She's like, but she yeah, but Ray. Oh, she added him in it. Yeah, it was it was it was a cut and paste job basically. And the fact that she tweeted it just means that she condones that. Yeah, but then they saying that he condone. I mean, he supports that because because he didn't say anything. Yeah. Oh, now he has to say something. Oh man, it's. America. 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 God bless America. <laughs> but nonetheless, gentlemen, we got to bring it to a closure. Yeah, man. Um, so before we uh, sign off and everything, man, uh, everything Oshan, the album's out right now. Yes. Um, what can people Everywhere. expect from it? Man, if you want vibes, <laughs> hey, let me let me tell you something. Right. If you just want good music, yeah. Good music good from music. a from a from a indie guy from the city, mm-hmm. just killing it with his brother. Mm-hmm. And just following his dreams. If you want good music, this is what you need to listen to, man. Right. If you listen to hip hop, if you listen to R and B, if you listen to all those guys that you love to listen to and wonder, man, mm-hmm. I wonder if someone's from the local city that got got that fire, got mm-hmm. that heat, got that wave. Mm-hmm. This project is it. I promise you. There's out of these six records, mm-hmm. you cannot tell me there's not one record on there that you don't fuck with. It's okay. impossible, man. It's literally impossible, man. I believe you. You just haven't heard it yet. So we need people like you, which I appreciate you having me on on the show, one hundred percent. Of course, but and I, pre- I, we need people like you to be pushing this this record, pushing any of the songs that you fuck with mm-hmm. on this show, so people can't say they didn't hear, mm-hmm. they didn't hear, because when everything changes, which we working on right now, uh-huh. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna open up any secrets, but this shit 
bubbling right now. Uh-huh. And I'm going to remember who was rolling with, rolling with us, man. Mm-hmm. Drake was complaining about it before. Every shit blew up, right? He mm-hmm. said, I was trying to play this shit for, for a homegirl. And she said, yeah, that's cool. Put on some ludicrous. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? People was, people, people was clowning on, on, on um, uh, Tory mm-hmm. before he started killing shit. People yeah. were clown make je- people wasn't at Jesse Reyes shows, mm-hmm. right? She would perform for like six, seven people. Oh, by the way, we have a show coming. Okay, okay, yeah, plug that. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah. I forgot about yeah. Um, October nineteenth. Yes, October nineteenth. Mm-hmm. Uh, the supermarket. It's called Basin Tings. It's gonna be part two. Mm-hmm. We had Basin Tings earlier in the year. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, more details will be there. Uh, will come out shortly. I'll, I'll definitely send it to you. Right, right, right. But and you gotta be there. Of course. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna, it's gonna, yeah. We're gonna we're gonna let you in. That's no problem. All right, all right, all right. respect. Yeah, of course, of course. Uh, but yeah, Basin Tings is gonna the the artist lineup will be uh, will put out shortly. But y'all gotta come out. You'll hear some of the new project. Stage of Daniels about to kill shit. Mm-hmm. I mean, come on, man. What do, what do you guys want, man? You want good music. This is where you got to be, man. Roll with GSX yeah, yeah. Music, man. Are you done with the G? You know, you don't want man. the man's dancing all in your video. Yeah. <laughs> 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 you got a producer all up in the videos. <laughs> no, I'm all up in the videos. Don't be afraid of support, man. Don't be, yes. a, don't be afraid of support, mm-hmm. man. Don't be afraid. Mm-hmm. I feel like people are afraid in Toronto, They're man. They're afraid to get on the ground They're floor. They're afraid, yep. man. They, they just want that American coastline. They they, that's where they know it's safe, that's basically. What, yeah, that's yeah. when they know like, it's Don't do that, man. The Americans, they think that we have the wave. They, they yeah, think they we have. Yeah. That's the, ir- the they think irony. We that's have the irony, stuff. yeah. When we were out there last year, when we were in Atlanta, they think that we have something here. Yeah. That they're like, oh, everyone supports you guys. The thing is big out here. Toronto's huge out there. It's like, nah, yeah. actually. Yeah, I mean, we, we got, got the talent. talent. Yeah, we got talent. the talent. Yeah. We're not going to deny that. We but the infrastructure's not pushing it, though. That's oh, the thing. There's no infrastructure. What are you talking about? There's not. And the people that can make a difference. Don't do not do it. And, and we can up. do it. So if, mm-hmm. we, if the if, if the if, if the infrastructure is not going to create itself through the actual means of you know public radio, FM radio and you know TV and all this stuff, then mm-hmm. it's got to be the people. It's got to be the artists, mm-hmm. the, all the other indie artists. If you ain't Drake, Weekend, Tory, Daniel Caesar, Jesse, Ray, if you ain't all these big guys that's killing it right now, mm-hmm. we all should be. Supporting each other exactly. to the max. Support the the the, the yeah, to the indie, max. I like that. Ra- <laughs> the, support, the, support the indie radio. Ooh. I don't care who. Support everyone, man. Especially mm-hmm. if you in this. Mm-hmm. The directors make sure you pay them. The producers make sure you pay them. The promoters make sure you pay your artists. Make sure you pay promoters. And make stop, sure you stop you de- people. You depend for free. Exactly. Stop saying you oh, should be selling the tickets, not the artists. No. No, you know what no, I'm saying? No, no. Yo, no. I'm so Show, sick of those culture vultures, man. man. No, oh, come on, God. man. And hey, listen, promote. <laughs> they are promote assholes, the man. Promote, <laughs> promote the show. Come to Basic Things. I'll show you how we promote. I'll show mm. you how we how we how we do. All right. So, uh, that's what it is, man. Almost everything. Get it on Spotify, Apple, Tidal, everywhere. It doesn't matter where it is. SoundCloud. If you don't wanna, you know, if you don't wanna pay for it. All right, that's what's up. That's what's up. Yeah, All right, yo, everything Oshawa. Thank you for coming through, man. You, man. Express. Really yeah, thank man. you for coming through as well, yeah, man. The guest man. appearance, I love that. Yeah, uh, where can they find you on uh, social media? Express. I'll start with you, man. Yeah. Uh, you can hit me up on that Twits and that Insta and that Snap. Twits. Express, aka DJXP. One word, no spaces, high case, low case, doesn't matter. Any case. <laughs> love it, <laughs> Oshawa. Where can they find you, bro? Man, you can find me everywhere, man. Everything. Uh, Instagram, everything Oshan, Twitter, everything Oshan, drop the second E. Yeah. Facebook, everything Oshan, YouTube, everything Oshan, mm-hmm. everything Oshan.com if you want to, you know, 
find the whole list of all my social media stuff. Mm-hmm. New video there closing in actually is is a, is a, on YouTube right now. You can check that yeah. shit out. It's the second last song on the project. Videos out. Shot by Fatty Soprano and and Shutter from Montreal. Mm-hmm. Shit is wavy. Come on, man. <coughs> that's what it is. And that's what's up, yeah. gentlemen. Thank you for coming through. You are more than welcome to come through anytime. Um, and then ask for you. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, Don't absolutely. Say that, <laughs> I believe you. I believe you. For real. I'm gonna pull up like that white girl running from the cops, man. <laughs> Put some respect on my name. <laughs> you guys already know where y'all can find me, man. Hit me up on Twitter at dm underscore cool, or hit me up on cool underscore radio on Twitter as well. There is an uh, Instagram page for the Cool Radio Show, so that's at Cool Radio CC. Same goes for Facebook as well. Same goes for YouTube as well, Cool Radio CC. And then also you can find us on SoundCloud at SoundCloud.com/cool radio underscore one make sure you catch all the full podcasts in their entirety and then we'll have the video clips come for you very shortly so once again thank y'all for rocking with us i know we kind of t- took it a bit of a longer turn this time but it was all worth it at the end of the day and just to remind y'all each and every week that cool radio is a division of cool click media and entertainment reminding you each and every day that we are out here creating our own legacies keep it gravy and wavy we are out of here peace